0: Services at one uk present the Twenty
1: Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Twenty Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast, episode five hundred and sixty. I'm Adam, and whatever everybody wants to say about um, you know quotes, I, I'm not very good on quotes because I. I was busy, and here's Mary
2: Lang. I don't know what the hell's going on in here, but a hug is really nice. <laughs> Debbie Melrose.
3: Now that's just showing off.
1: Now I will probably pick up a quote later, and when I find one that I liked when, while doing this this
4: extremely fast
1: review, this is great, isn't it? No interruptions, straight through sort of. <laughs> um, so, enough fab. Got, by the way, if I jump up with cramp and go, ow, 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 which I feel it might happen because both my legs are doing all sorts of weird things in my hamstring area, which is the, the area that I'm most prone to. Pretty sure I took some, took some tablets well, this morning.
2: Was it like the last time when you suddenly got a Charlie horse? It might be. Or... That'll be what happens.
1: But if it happens in both legs, I'll be going, ah.
3: Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, and we um, all were one no, We yeah. thought
3: you'd capsize. It never happens in both, <laughs> it's
1: never happened in both legs, but it's gonna be bad enough with one, but it's, it's never happened with both legs. But I feel both legs are doing that weird, you know, just before you get one of these cramps, you get like a twitch in the back of your leg, oh, yeah. and either that twitch goes straight into cramp or it just is a twitch. I woke
3: up to double leg cramp this morning, that was not nice.
1: No. Oh, <laughs> maybe it's the weather. Right then. So the episode, which is Journey to the Centre of the is by the way, if you're not paying attention. Oh, by the way, before I start, um, I've got two episodes sort of stored, unreleased, because I haven't had time to to put them together. This is going to be the third one that I may not have It'll time to put, a bonanza, put
3: together. be a bonanza. I a bonanza have, a, I have
1: unedited episodes uh, in, in my little... Um, <laughs> I think I might have been slightly demoralised by that, that one that we previously put out, where... That the audio didn't record you.
3: oh yeah no uh, have all your sound levels by all the way that
1: le- oh, i think i'm wrong where's my phone oh, i'm going to have a look because i can't actually see the display so i'm going to put the torch on my phone oh look well it's running but i can't see what you're doing no there's nothing coming through from you guys at all i can see the recorder going but there's no no there's no audio coming from you at all
2: <laughs>
1: really? to- oh it is <laughs> now that's better <laughs>
2: We're, we're not exactly your quote. <laughs> 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 All right.
1: Um right, yeah, so Journey to the Center of the Tardis begins with a sort of um exterior um you know, short of a spaceship with very hot engines um which we quickly find out is like some sort of garbage scowl thing that's going around Sandwich picking up the ship. rubbish of the universe. Sandwich. Pardon? What did you say?
3: I said it's
1: a salvage ship. Oh, whatever. Um, anyway, um, then we've got like, this gentleman, or one particular gentleman who's cleaning a random bit of tat with um, a rag. Uh, but we see a close-up of his eyes, which imply he's uh, he's um, some sort of androids.
3: robot-y thing. everybody needs good androids. And then, think, yeah.
1: and then something comes up and says, In- incoming salvage, please validate. And they sort of... Um, of course the salvage um we quickly find out to be the tardis but meanwhile inside the tardis the doctor and clara having a little bit of a sort of minor ding dong yeah (laughs) i love this scene it's very sort of one of those scenes you probably would gloss over but uh, what i like about it is they're having this little argument. The camera's focused on Clara. The Doctor's slightly f- out of focus in the background. because can see quite clearly that he's, he's moaning, and the camera's just following them, but in the reverse order as, as they go around and around the console, uh, which I think is pretty good. Also shows the the, the coolness in some ways of, of the console set itself. Um, but anyway, so after this 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 argument, because the doctor still got it, you know, this thing about who is Clara and what is she and stuff like that, and, he, and she doesn't know what he's going on about for all of his reasons. Um, they get scooped in in some ways. I don't know what they use it in in the episode. It's
3: basically, they, yeah,
1: they they do like a magna beam or something, don't they? Yeah, yeah. magnet. Yeah. A, a megabyte uh, megabyte podcast. No, that's not what it is. Anyway, <laughs> and um, anyway, so. Something gets something lands on the console and Clara picks it up and goes, Ow and then drops it and then all hell breaks loose. Oh, a title sequence starts. A, a title sequence starts and then there's a really funny sort of unrealistic scene of the TARDIS being sort of bought through via these silly clamp thingies. It actually does look like a toy TARDIS. There's a machine making toy TARDIS's eyes as eyes is, whatever they call multiple Tard TARDIS's.
3: TARDIS. I think, they, I think it was decided the plural of TARDIS was eye.
1: So that'll make a time and relative dimensions in. That makes yeah,
3: that sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, the S is silent in the plural.
1: <laughs> but after that, immediately after the 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 toy Tardis being taken through these bits with this funny machine, uh, the, there's a quite cool scene of the, the Tardis in a pile of, of trash, um, and of course the the gentlemen attempt to get into it, but it's not having it. And uh, yeah, get off. Yeah.
3: And the the guy who's the um android, he uh, um. He can sense that the TARDIS is is more living than a machine. Yeah, because yeah. he's
1: an android. And the Doctor suddenly appears. Um,
3: Ta-da!
4: Yeah.
1: And after some sort of typical sort of Doctor with new friends, I call them friends loosely, conversation. Um, he's a hell of a bully in this
3: one. Pardon? He's a hell of a bully in this one. What, the Doctor? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, well, he's a bit stressing because... He's sort of lost Clara again. <laughs> he's thinking, oh, die Again, what yeah.
3: Again, she yeah. really does seem <laughs> yeah.
1: to be putting her in quite a lot of danger. Um, there but,
3: are a lot so, of Claras at the moment.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so, um, so he, obviously, he uh, after a bit of a weird conversation, he gets in quite easily and he ropes um, the the three lads into the tardies to sort of you know, help him on his mission. Help. Meanwhile, Tracking Clara is, is...
3: greatest salvage in the world, in the universe or yes. something.
1: <laughs> Clara is having a nap under a bit of polystyrene <laughs> and um, <laughs> gets up and starts um, sort of exploring. And oh, my my slide has stopped. Bear with, sorry. Wait, I can't do much. When my slider stopped, and I've got a frozen picture. Goodness. Oh, and now it's moved again there. Anyway, she starts exploring and sees all sorts of sort of cool and strange things like marks on the wall and rooms. And I, I mean, doubt this is why it's a very rare thing, or slightly disappointed that Kirby isn't on this week, because he was moaning like buggery about the um, the rooms and the TARDIS and he expected them to be exactly like they were in that Doctor Who story from 1976.
3: <laughs> yes, yeah, so he expected
2: them to nothing, be nothing exactly is like the same,
1: it was. Yeah. We don't, so we it's basically have no progression. So. Essentially they the, there was a couple of rooms that were sort of with the brick walls and stuff like that they were sort of paying homage to the brick walls in that episode um, absolutely it, but it, it's, can, you, can tell you imagine it's so can you imagine if they did actually do that the people who, who were not <laughs> interested in classic Doctor Who would be saying this is absolute yeah. rubbish I mean as yeah, far the as yeah the municipal
3: pool building that it was in that one yeah. oh, I <laughs> yes yes
1: if I get this to work, on.
3: that's <sighs> not very realistic <clears throat> yes uh...
1: hang on let see if I can get these comments to come. nobody's sending me comments uh, either they're not sending me comments, or this thing's, once again, not showing many. Oh, it expand well, comments. I don't have my comments. phone, so I can't just Expand comments. Off. No, there's nothing there. Anyway, right, so, um, while looking at these scratch marks, Clara can hear some sort of distant growling-type noises. And I you get say, the
3: cloister bell as well for a bit, but it doesn't carry on know, the, all cloister the way bell's
1: through. Off. I should have mentioned the cloister bell, because I know that Kirby would... Um, would want me to mention it and would have probably just mentioned it for the fact that uh, I hadn't mentioned it. Or, anyway, the cloister bell itself has actually appeared uh, in New Who before this anyway. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the, it is very, very cool. It is a simple sound effect that um, they may as well um, use, you know. Yeah. So, shame yeah. I have not got the yeah. the sound effect?
4: Yeah,
2: yeah well, I wondered where the cloister bell went
3: yeah I think they probably thought it would be distracting but I think it would have been more effective with the speed and the urgency yeah
2: Uh, Yeah, so they get
3: rid of it for, for acting purposes
1: they have sort of slightly changed the tone of it um in some ways, it's a minor sort. Of, it's obviously the same sound, just to appease the the top, the, the Kirbys of this world. Um, and of course, it wouldn't really detract. And yes. the fact that I don't think anybody who didn't especially
3: know, especially when it comes to Doctor
1: Who, yeah, I mean, I, yes. I, I don't think anybody who didn't know what it was uh would have been particularly bothered that this was the sound effect they used for this. And oh, on. where's my button gone? There it is. Um, and may indeed um, enhance uh, curiosities as to, you know, why, what it is, what the sound is. And obviously, I can imagine families family sitting together, the, the younger members of the family interested in um, sort of classic Doctor Who, and the older members of the family um, in, not interested in classic Doctor Who, but the, um, the, you know, the older ones sort of gushing about this, this uh, Cloyster Bell sound effect.
3: The sound yes. effect, yes. yes i did i was just sat there going Ooh, close to bed oh where's it gone <laughs>
1: yeah, i'm pretty sure i have actually got that. oh here it is here right it is. Where's he gone? here it is how about this oh that's the one yeah. i
3: want that as a text yeah, yeah that's
1: the good one it's similar isn't it? it's very very similar i
3: want that as a text anyway. signal i think at the moment i've still got
1: the mandalorian but yeah i think yeah. i want that instead I stopped watching mandalorian so i realized i've got to watch um uh, that other so- series. The Bubba Fett one. Um, anyway, right, so, the, the doctor, a uh, doctor. He, he, he cons these lads into, bullies them like you say he bullies them into helping him by pretending that he set he's set the auto-destruct because he's, a, yeah, he's he's sort of a bit of um, he's lost his mind slightly because of the, 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 the oh no what have I done to Clara again scenario before and I've so even found symbi- out
3: every now and then especially through the yeah, Matt Smith era they try and get his symbiotic relationship with the TARDIS more prevalent but it doesn't really work. And this mm. is one of those episodes where they're trying to sort of make out that he's like this because TARDIS is like this, you know, and mm. it's, it was something they, they seem to be attempting throughout this whole Clara, Clara storyline. Do you
1: know, that I, I sometimes think Debbie, they've done this thing that he, mm? he, he, they've made it. So he's desperate to find her. So he doesn't, because obviously if he does yeah. die, he's yeah. then got to go around the US trying to find another one of her. Um, so he doesn't want to lose this particular version of Clara. Uh, but it would have been made we, it quite...
2: With what's gone before, I would think... Yeah, he's, he's quite, he's quite I'll meet you again somewhere else. Yeah, but I <laughs> yeah. think...
1: Yeah, but that's a bit of work he'd have to do to do that. He's actually got a Clara with him. So, you know, But what I thought would have been more interesting, perhaps, if she had... This version of Clara had died, and then he would have to go around finding another one somehow.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, mm-hmm. She, they, my, May have found Lord. another no. Clara that was more agreeable with you guys. Anyway, so... After that, yeah, the, Clara's wandering around these really cool rooms, especially with old Riversong's cotton and, and these little tidbits for Doctor Who fans that have been loyal oh, to the show. Oh, that's nice, that was yeah. a nice touch
3: going in the nursery. Little,
1: little canes that her previous doctors have worn and then she sees this sort of weird sort of creature that looks a bit like a pyrovile, um, you know, from the, from that. It s- does. Episode. They, they
3: did what they did last week with the blurry, yeah. Blurry, oh, um, they
1: did. Yes, that's didn't they? You
3: consistent, know, isn't it? Like, why nice. are we doing the blurry monster again? Can it,
1: it, we just see uh, it? It's, it's, so, it's, just, it's consistent, but um, um, you could call it something else as well. Anyway, so uh, where we got up to? So the, uh, the lads they were all split up. The pyroviles
4: but, uh,
3: turned eventually up. Eventually,
1: they split up, I should say. Um, and they say, like this creature, um, yeah, the Pyroviles are from that that um, the Roman story that had Peter Capaldi in it. If anybody mm. doesn't realise. <laughs> And then, Charlie. oh, yeah, oh, c- c- oh well, then like let- then we remember yeah, um, that Clara's too. hurt her hand. She got, at some point she's got these these wordings it, on yeah. her hand. The wordings are in reverse. So I suppose a few that's, from, that's uh, from when she picked yeah, up that, that thing. Yeah, that, that, the that very bomb beginning. thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I'm just people go. Oh yeah, and then they come into this sort of room with a sort of tree and these glowing Christmas tree lights hanging off it. Um, I think the doctor says don't touch them. So somebody nicks one of them, puts them in her backpack, um, and then, like I say, she finds the library and she sort of finds. The Isn't book.
3: that a machine that can make anything? I don't that know that thing with the glowing Christmas lights. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what yeah. it does.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go anyway she finds the library and reads a little extract just happens to land on the right page for the yeah,
2: she's, she's um, got this this pyro creature after her and yet she stops to read a book i would
1: i'll tell you what though <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll tell you what though the fact i was thinking why would the doctor have a book about the history of the time war when he actually caused it sort of you know um or certainly ended it. Then I thought, but yeah, that's a doctor. Cool. He, he'd have a, he'd buy a book about himself, wouldn't he? That's pretty much what it is. So I, I quickly got away with that one. Anyway, so moving on. So after quite a long period of going around corridors and being spooked out by various things within the the TARDIS itself, uh, including some uh, uh, what looks like multiple of these creatures, um, which I think the multiples later on in the story turn out to be the, the lads themselves. Um yeah. Clara finds the console room or a version of it, but a then of course there's no room, yeah. door. Um and then um not long after that while the doctor and the lads I'm calling them lads because they are um get away from lads. the creatures and they end up in the in the console room and but the doctor can hear Clara. And um he finds a very clever <laughs> and way and
3: the scanner, it's this guy's scanner yeah. shows that she's right yeah, but, there. Oh no,
1: but you he can't he, hear her. He yeah. can I thought he could hear her.
3: I thought it was just implied she was still screaming over the fact that they were in a different dimension type thing. And, oh, I thought, um,
2: I thought he could the hear the
3: sense picks up that yeah, she's there.
2: I was now. a little confused as to whether he was just hearing her or if in, in a way the TARDIS was kind of locating her too. I wasn't that sure. That
3: was using his detector thing and it said, is um, <laughs> Clara, you know, human. Yeah, and then he used yeah. that guy's thing to really pinpoint yeah, her. Yeah,
1: that's what I got. I got that he could hear her through the dimension thing. Fair and enough. And then he used I the machine. It wasn't
3: very clear.
1: I thought it was. He used the machine to sort of pinpoint where she was so he could reach in and grab her and pull her, pull her in.
4: So after,
1: I'm just laughing because I sort of just remembered what happened when he does pull her through this sort of thing. Cause she's just about to get attacked by one of these creatures. And so her reaction was hilarious, I felt. But initially a bit of a hug. Then she screams a little bit, turns around and then thumps him on the shoulder. I thought that was hilarious. I'm sorry. Because yeah. yeah. uh-huh. normally in these situations, oh, Doctor, you saved me. was No, it's yeah. that Clara does it like completely. <laughs> different thing um and uh, i don't think any other companions would have reacted in such a way and i love that because that's for me it's a bit more real of a she's noble yeah yeah when she's going
3: when she's going through the tardis earlier Mm. and you've got all the whispers all the voices all the companions and things like Mm. that i did love that yeah but yeah
1: i I quite like that scene I, i quite like in some ways i quite like this sort of dynamic between um the, the 11th Doctor and Clara, where they're sort of friends and Doctor's suspicious of her and she sort of doesn't know where she stands with him and they have these little bickering sessions but they, the, she obviously wants to travel with him. Um, so they're almost like a, an old married couple in some ways because they, they, there's no affection romantic sidewise but they're, they're, she, there's this sort of weird sort of slightly pent up aggressions when when things aren't quite going right you know but um she also relishes it as well but anyway so and of course doctor is essentially using clara to find out who she is without telling her She's a bit naughty so anyway back through the tar- corridors of the tardis they go and uh eventually oh sorry oh yeah um they so well, yeah one of the uh, the t- the crew gets uh, um a bar through their arm and uh, says to um robot brother. Oh just take my off or if I'll get another one tomorrow under cause that's the point in which um he finds out he's actually human.
3: And they um, were playing a joke on him. Yeah,
1: it was a funny joke, wasn't it Deb?
3: Exactly... Yeah, ha ha <laughs> <laughs> but, but they didn't just I mean I know I don't get on with my siblings very well, <laughs> but that's a bit much <laughs>
2: Yeah but he 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 went through a serious health Probably thing you know. So he had, he did have an accident.
3: Yes, in, I know. they convinced him he's an android was just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's <Literally. That's> just <laughs> vicious.
2: But I mean, I mean, they didn't just make that up out of nothing. I no, mean, they known, they did no. that to him after he had the accident that lost his sight and and well, all that. So bit, they had something.
3: Bit, yeah, yeah. Mm. It was his sight. is Voice box and something else, yeah, something.
2: but I think they convinced him. I think that convincing him he's a robot was the joke. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
3: that, that's, that's what I, meant. I can <laughs> I can get
1: that you can you know you can think of a, a prank um, that go gets it goes out of control uh, and that gets to the point where you don't want to tell them it's a prank because you think it's going to have a worse reaction than actually worse
3: effects. Yeah. yeah,
1: so I get that. So fine, I'm not i have got a drastic problem with it, but I thought it was quite sort of comedic the whole thing. Anyway, so um so they go into this sort of room where the oh yeah, the doctor, sorry, goes into the room where this sort of creature is. Now there's a thing that one of the um the machines sort of points it sorry, one of the chats points the machine at one of these creatures and it's it and it describes it as so it's something like Lancashire Sass or something like that. I can't remember the actual words it used. No? Okay. No? No, no I can't any? remember. Something, I
2: remember it said that, but I don't... Something Lancashire like Sass or something like
1: that. Anyway, basically it was describing Clara. And, of course, uh, not long after that, they realise... Or the Doctor realises, sorry, that these, these creatures are actually um, Clara. And some of them are the, the boys when they get dragged into this sort of... Um, engine thing because I found the engine of the TARDIS uh, anyway then, then suddenly Clara and the Doctor end up on a cliff within the TARDIS obviously and um he's literally saying who are you why are you here what's going on and she doesn't know of course she wouldn't know and yeah, he should no, know, he
4: it's, should a know. Very,
1: it's
3: a very Indiana Jones the last crusade moment as well
1: yeah, yeah the whole
2: thing seems to be that way
3: <laughs>
1: yeah and of course well, she wouldn't know and she's obviously a bit freaked out by the fact and then of course um it gives something gives him an idea that um they they after they go into this really cool but slightly weird effect wise, the 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 actual exploding centre of the TARDIS, because everything's paused, so it's um in the in the sort of the TARDIS has exploded again. Um
4: <laughs> the, <laughs> the doctor eventually
1: realizes that he must um basically change time and he goes into the, the, the I think it's a console room, and there's a crack in the wall.
3: Whoa, it's the wrong way up, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah that's and right. He, and he, he, he burns, he he burns onto this time going. bomb thingy, a, a <laughs> little message. He burns onto the time bomb thingy, a little message, and reaches into the crack in the wall. And has a conversation with his other self prior to all this kicking off, or you know the, the actual bit where the target gets grabbed by the weird machine, uh, and Clara obviously picks up this bomb and burns her hand because it's only just got molten metal message written on it, and then I think that causes um, the whole thing to re- reset basically, it's a big reset. Well, they
3: call it big friendly button or something, yeah. don't they? Yeah, like i I'm, yeah. Yeah, no yeah. problem
1: with that. I think that's quite funny, um, and that's essentially it. Um, yes, it's, uh, right, so um, for me, I did I quite enjoyed this. I, 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 I don't know. If I've got a thing about episodes within t- the TARDIS itself. Each time the TARDIS um, sort of verse, it's like a TARDIS verse. It's like a universe within a machine. Is slightly different. Uh, so it would be because it re- reinvents itself, doesn't it? The TARDIS every time um it gets yeah, sort of destroyed it, yeah paper, it gets a reinvention so with yeah. all the with inside the TARDIS there'll be the same rooms, but they look different or they've got different things in them or whatever there's it's infinite they did say that within the story so there might be hundreds and hundreds of libraries uh and whatnot it's so lovely. it's always quite fascinating for me to to see what people what the writer at the time imagines that the rooms within the TARDIS to be uh, or be like um um, I think they got, could have gone a bit further with it, to be fair, in, in regards to what was in, in the TARDIS itself. Uh, they could have brought the like zero. Have they could have I would like the... to have seen more
2: rooms and less corridor. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
3: absolutely. We could have done a lot of the talking yeah. in different rooms that would have been really funky to see. Yeah, that yeah. probably would
1: have been, yeah. um, let's have a, tour. They could have called the episode, the tour of the inside of the TARDIS rather than yeah. the journey. To them. <laughs> but yeah.
3: it's, Like um, all the corridors.
1: That was quite, I thought that again, the, the the supporting cast was really really good. Um, it was a bit sort of um, had an aspect of the mind robber to it. And if you're going to sort of go around different, appear in different places it, it, within a, you know, like like magic or whatnot, then it's going to sort of look a bit. But like the mind robber, there was a bit of dinosaurs on a spaceship as well. Especially the fact they were sort of on that cliff that reminded me of the the Gower Beach. Um, again, I, I didn't have any problems with with clara as a character um i quite enjoyed her relationship with the the uh 12th doc- oh, 10th 10th doc- on, 11th doctor um I'll, I'll reassess that when it becomes yeah, we're getting the, confused her and, here yeah.
2: yeah when it becomes her
1: and the 12th doctor we'll see how i feel about that but at the moment I'm, I'm quite enjoying it um it's a sort of filler episode and quite an enjoyable filler episode for me i i didn't really have any problems with it i I, I was supposed to be watching it over my shoulder really while i was doing other things but i ended up swiveling the chair and actually um watching it enjoying it i did miss a couple of bits and bobs which i've picked up while doing this sort of um recap on the screen here but yeah i have to admit i i quite enjoyed it what did you think about it then Debbie?
3: i agree with you actually on this one um i felt the screen time this time was um fair share between the doctor and clara and um, but I, I do agree with Mary on the fact that it was just corridors, corridors, corridors. And we have a yeah. lot of base under siege type stories. And this became uh, very much a base under siege. But it's the TARDIS itself basically trying to get them to go away. Like he like the doctor says at one point is snarling at us. You know, what do you do when you, you're hurt? You snarl, you make people go away. Yeah, clever, and it? I love that they were trying to incorporate the character of the TARDIS into this, right? This from the start, you know, how dare you speak to her like that? You've got to speak to her nicely, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. At the beginning, I, I thought the music was really good, and yeah, yeah. the the use of um, the uh, the magnet, you know, bringing in seeing the TARDIS is like at the beginning, it's so vulnerable on a pile of muck you know and then they scan and there's a body under it and it's like they don't do anything about the body at the beginning they're like it It turns out it's the doctor anyway you know he's fine but um yeah it's just this whole bullying aspect of it you know the whole the doctors bullying the lads who in turn have been bullying their brother and you know it's just it just seemed like a bit of a not off episode in in the respect of normal doctor who is refreshing instead it was like oh we're seeing a different side to to the doctor today we're seeing a different different thing and i want more of the doctor and i know that as we go on it's going to be less and less and less of matt smith which is
1: well i we haven't awful, got much much of him he's left an
3: amazing doctor we're he's, coming he's
1: to the end. Sorry? The, the end the end is nigh for matt smith we're coming to, yeah, to the end his it's last like few a, episodes we, anyway no, so he, he, of course he it's, it's really, going to get less and less of him
3: yeah, well, and you know what I mean though. Yes. It's the Clara show, nice. and we know why it's the Clara show because it's all this whole season is sur- around her mystery and everything. But it's just this episode, as you say, is a filler. It, but it's a good filler, and mm. it's a way of trying to change slightly the mythology of the TARDIS and things. And I'm not sure if it works like that because it the base under the, the as you yeah, know too many corridors not enough let's see some really cool locations and really cool rooms and areas of of the tardis you know in that could have been a lot better for me so solid three out of five again for this
1: okay one. well terry Mars says hello adam and ladies and then neil james says hi everyone i can't see debbie or mary obviously but i'm sure they've both got smashing blouses on
2: <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, thank you <laughs>
1: an odd thing to say I <laughs> like that on that note oh hang on it doesn't really come around that quick because I wasn't quite prepared for it on that note
4: yes Mary
2: Uh, Yeah, I'll say I enjoyed this one more probably than I may have in the past. Um, And almost everything that I would say, uh, Debbie, is touched on. Sorry. Um, And I did mention it, but it did bother me that um, Clara, you know, being hotly pursued by this creature, was always finding (laughs) moments to stop and, you know, look around and read a book and do all these. uh, I, I would just be like running for my life. I wouldn't be bothering to
3: book i'd grab the book definitely but you know, the it, book it takes
2: a while it's a breathe. big book yeah. <laughs> a big book would probably weigh you down a lot <laughs> and good and, weapon, good weapon. And i echo the i echo the the thing that it's just so many corridors it got very boring i could just tell they were saving money by limiting everything to corridors um when i would have i wanted to see more of the tardis rooms um and i think this would have been a great uh opportunity to do that because obviously the either the writer or the showrunner are in love with the idea of the infinity that the TARDIS represents, and I would yes. like to see more of it. Um, I did enjoy um, the, her running away, but being back in the in the control room again and again—I mean, that must have been very disorienting. Um, Um, and and it did have, you know, a simple ending, you know, which I know as we go along, we're going to get even more simple endings that are going to be kind of aggravating, but this one kind of worked in and, and even that creature, my thinking at first was, well, okay, here we are. You know, we, we have an interesting story anyway, but now like in future episodes, when we had interesting stories, we have to introduce some evil character, you know, which we don't really need, but it did turn out that that, that, uh, creature was integral to what um, what the doctor knew was going to happen to them
3: I thought actually it was uh, for a bit I thought it was a bug in the you know, defense mechanism of the TARDIS oh oh. That's, I did. Uh, at the beginning uh, I thought maybe that's what well, it, it is that's a, just reminded me that well, I thought good, maybe it's a defense um, bug you
2: know mm. uh, oh that didn't that never occurred to me that just occurred to me I mean it just I just thought oh you know we're just introducing another scary it's element
3: another big bad yeah, we
2: yeah, need <laughs> another, <laughs> another big baddie um yeah, and it was nice to see some of the parts of the TARDIS that we did see, um, which I'm sure that's what this was all about. And yeah, w- Deb, when you mentioned about how this is kind of a hard episode where people are not being shown in their best lights, yeah. uh, that rubbed me a little the wrong way, um, especially the doctor being as much of a bully as he was being um and even though he laughs it off you know at the end i didn't feel like it was laughable because um, no, no. he didn't bully those guys <laughs> yeah but anyway overall overall i did enjoy this one it kept me engaged and wanting to know what was going to happen so so not one of the bad ones no not at
1: all wow well there we go then that's a definite <laughs> All right, so I'm moving on to the uh, feedback section. So <clears throat> and now it means I've got to... Hang on, did Robert send something through?
3: Robert sent something through Messenger.
1: That means you can yeah. read that bit. I'm not doing that yet. I'm going to do this bit that from Kirby's um, request for feedback. All right, so we've got Kirby Bartlett Sloan... For some reason, it says author admin. I, I think he'll like the fact that it says that. I might have to take him off admin. because I'm,
4: <laughs>
1: I'm going to be at another silent movie and will miss the recording. Keep the celebrating quiet. <laughs> oh, hang
4: on.
1: Okay, Kirby, we'll, we'll keep it quiet for you.
2: Does he think we mm. would be happy that he wasn't here interrupting constantly? Huh? What?
1: About as quiet as I can keep it, Kirby. Lillian <laughs> Robin says I'm out uh, excuses Reese Reese oh, Reese
3: right book of excuses. Yeah, I'm we're out
1: with friends on Sunday and can't join the live stream. Where's that Ooh. booing sound of it I've got there uh, yeah, somewhere? Nope. Um I finished re watching the episode for the first time in years. That was better than I remembered. There are still some plot holes, but it's Doctor Who. I loved all the references to New Who as Clara was wandering around the Dardis, the Doctor and Rivers cot crib, the swimming pool, the library, the werewolf telescope. Oh, yes. I don't like that the end leaves it open ended that Tricky still doesn't know who he is. Probably better that he doesn't know who he is, to be fair. I think. things for him were better when he, he thought he was a robot uh, uh, an android sorry and not my favorite episode but there are worse ones this season <laughs> stroke series yeah. no, there are also better ones because I, I i think that they counted the the sort of of the doctor episodes as part of this series so there's, there's still good stuff to come so i think the the idea that this was a poor series of doctor Who appears to be a bit of a myth but we'll mm. see how we get on with it Neil James. Journey to the centre of the TARDIS. I remember being excited about this episode. I was expecting we'd get to see some interesting rooms in the TARDIS, like we did in Castrovalva. But I found this pretty average. Boring characters and mundane performances make it a frustrating and f- forgettable for me. I'm not a big fan. Two out of five. Um, sorry if that's not your accent, Neil. But it was a better, probably a better version of it than... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind
4: of We've got
3: accents, I've yeah. got uh,
1: <laughs> right. oh, Where's my email ah oh, there it is found it what else we got coming through and oh we've got this
0: oh good afternoon 20 megabytes of here it is sunday afternoon it's a uh, 20 to 1. i've just got from church and yesterday of course i did the ironing and i watched journey to the center of the tardis and i had somebody who watched it with me and what did you think of it yesterday
4: it was pretty good but if it was dinosaurs that would have been just great
3: like dragons I <laughs> just like that
0: okay what did you notice about the, the, the aliens Aki what, what was the thing you, you spotted something
4: oh yeah they didn't really have a mouth but but then we have a question how do they make sounds
0: all right did you think it's exciting
4: yeah
0: and was it scary yeah
4: all right
0: are you gonna watch yeah. it next week with Abby Maybe another one. Maybe another one. All right. Then. Okay. Thanks all again. Say bye-bye. bye bye. Right. Bye. And there you have our guests. There
4: we go. I thought
0: so. The- <laughs> the <for> <laughs> head, but yeah, I mean, obviously, I uh, don't know about the dinosaurs, but he's rather obsessed with dinosaurs. He got a whole load of his birthday yesterday. Anyway, um, it's an interesting story because it's it's really frantic. I mean, it's, you know, it actually was quite difficult to keep up with what was going on. Uh, you know, with. Um, the bit with the brothers was a bit daft, really, because uh, I think someone would realise he's not an android. You know, he is actually flesh and blood. You know, it'd be fairly obvious, I would have thought. Um, and I think the bit with the uh, case, the guess he salvage of a make and yeah, he meant Clara. They're going to somehow save Clara. <laughs> the bit of self-destruct, I mean, I think it's fairly obvious that wasn't a self-destruct, because uh, there, is, there is no such thing. But... um what I just didn't get was, what were these creatures inside? It, it just never really quite made sense. It just didn't hang together. There's a, there's a germ of a good story in there, but it, it just um, it, it didn't work for me, you know, to see what he was trying to do. and He's it, it, building up to the is sentient and the Tartic going to defend itself and these creatures. Yeah, when it's, um, you realise where they came from when you have the, the two bodies in one and realise where they came from, and it was actually, you know, time, time mending itself and changing itself clever concept but mm, it was just 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 too confused for me and i didn't really follow it through and the way it ended as well i don't know it just did not just reset time it's just it just took too much you know the the big friendly button it was it was too easy you know it just was you know i think uh it's almost like the device ran out of ideas how am i going to finish this oh no i'll do it for a big friendly reset button and there we go and that's it ah but yeah oh by the way the center of the tardis is hot ah very good andy got two
1: dings in that the bit center back.
2: of the tardis is what i missed that hot bit like oh, clara hot. okay <laughs> yes it is yes.
1: right then um terry miles so clara wants to learn to fly the tardis the doctor will never learn and, uh, <laughs> never let the f- females in the crew drive <laughs> Ooh, I think we'll to post it. Uh,
4: and,
1: on this particular episode probably not the best of timing there Terry um, see Star Trek <laughs> next generation when Troy is in charge she crashes the Enterprise if these lads are collecting scrap surely they would be better off checking out an old space battlefield or star system with asteroids in it haven't we had a tour around the inside of the TARDIS before? I'm sure Tom did a tour. Yes,
4: it's not municipal.
1: The TARDIS dislikes Clara. Terry likes Clara. Clara says, <laughs> What do you keep in there? Why have you got zombie creatures? Good guys do not have zombie creatures. Rule one basic storytelling. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Those
1: well they weren't the doctor zombie creatures, were they? Let's face it. Those brothers must have been very bored to have done that to their little brother.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lynn didn't like this one. I found it to be alright. A let down from last week's one. Next up, the Crimson Aura
3: which I seem Crimsonora. to remember
1: quite liking. So, again, we're still... Well, we'll see how we get on. I seem to remember... I probably won't like it now. I seem to remember quite liking it. Uh, we, I think that's we, we use the Crimson Aura reference quite a lot, I think, since it was on, and, and um, so obviously it sticks in the mind for that particular reason. Let's uh, well, see next time mean, if it's it remembered because Diana Riggs in it and not because it was a good story, or is it the other way around? Something like that. I anyway. love
3: Diana Riggs.
1: Yeah, Diner Rig, legend. Right then, so, um, the next bit I've would be... I've got Robert's
3: feedback here if you want it. That
1: is correct. Robert's feedback okay. here if you want it, as you say.
3: Uh, on to journey to the centre of the TARDIS, I think I enjoyed it more than I did when I originally watched it. It's one of those that, like Town of Mercy, I now find better. It was nice to see more of the inside of the TARDIS, even if some of the images look so fake, reminding me of a look in the boot cupboard during the Tom Baker era where it's a CSO image. Mm. that's true we finally see that famous swimming pool that's alluded to in previous stories I like the solution to the problem and the burnt image on Clara's hand shades of Indiana Jones there though it is pinching from RTD's often used a reset button yeah. I do like it when I find something better than I remember especially when this era wasn't the best in my memory I wonder if I'll feel differently with the Crimson Aura <laughs> I should be back next week at least yeah I'm not <laughs> for
1: Crimson, crimson Aura so, Crimson Aura yeah the fact that it's got the Paternostra um, gang back in it as well. Oh, right? that's always good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the trailer, you know, the, when, at the end of it it says next week and the trailer yeah. looks
2: brilliant for yeah. it, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's one of the weaknesses of having a... The time lord be the the main character because then he can always play with time yeah. to exactly. correct everything you know as yeah. bad as it
1: gets well most of the time do that I
2: mean, it's lazy it's, it's lazy maybe because he was,
1: maybe it was more yes. effective actually yeah. being inside a tardis so that it would have been being outside of a tardis maybe it's easier to reset time within a, a time and relative dimension in space scenario perhaps maybe what but it
3: was the old
1: trope of the crack again well they've already sort of had the Tardis. there's been lots of things tardis wise in regards to time loops and all sorts of things like that which were there because they were inside that time and relative dimension environment so I, I i feel okay about that that particular reset because it's not the universe really properly being reset because everybody who was within the tardis they got reset and it Hadn't effect on the outside, but wouldn't have affected the rest of the universe because it was a re- brief. Anyway, I'm rambling. Right Be then. So.
3: rather
1: than next. Yeah, I had a problem there. Anyway, uh, we got this.
4: Hello, Twenty Minute Podcast. This is Ian Kirk. Hello, Ian. Hi, Ian. Journey to the Centre of the Tardis by Steve Thompson, who also wrote Curse of the B.S. No. Steptoe and Son, or Mumford and Son if you're American, meets <laughs> Red Dwarf. Of course, the fourth Doctor and Leela wandered the corridors of the TARDIS interior, as did Amy and Rory. This has extra timey-wimey, though, and I'm the impossible <laughs> girl, and time-echo-zombies. Androids do not need breathing masks, <laughs> nor do they get hungry or visit the restroom. So it is ridiculous for him to not know he was human. (laughs) Not only does it end with a reset, we get to see the reset button. (laughs) We get some new episodes next month. Yes. Yesterday I saw a film called The Creator. It is good and has wonderful CGI. It has a human chasing down robots, a bit like Blade Runner. And the US Army is fighting a war in Asia. That has been done a lot of times. One of the stars is Gemma Chan, who was in the Doctor Who story, The Waters of Mars. Mm. Bye for now. Oh, thank you. Ian. it's just like Evelyn Kirby
1: on the show, isn't it? That's some information. Yeah, there we go. That's um, uh, confidem. We actually haven't had any new uh, podcast episodes uh, for a while because I've got them tied up in a little box somewhere. It's remarkable. We're still getting feedback. <laughs> yeah, <not> and <laughs> how that works? Maybe that's right. why you have got to do it. Just note release any podcasts and get loads of feedback to the, for the for the live uh, feed show, which only gets watched by about three people. <laughs> Funny world, isn't it? <laughs> okay, well, right. talking of, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if you got, you you wouldn't have seen, you weren't on the show last week, Debbie, were you? So
3: uh, I presume you
1: yeah, got to see the the what you call it preview, is it for the new series or new episodes?
3: Oh yeah, but, yeah yes, I, I, see, yes, I have seen all, all the previews and shared, yep. all the shared links and everything. It looks it, rather cracking. The
1: previews, I'm very yeah, the official trailer, as the BBC are calling it, is exceptionally exciting. <laughs> very exciting. Which, very makes, excited, which uh, makes me want to post that picture of me being cuddled by Gemma Redgrave.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased that so many people are in it, and so many people are in it just wanting to be in it, you know, like the usual, yeah. I want to be a Doctor I want to be a Doctor and yeah. that the, they've just gone. Yeah, let's just
1: go. Let's go mad. Was it's it either that, or it's I want to be on Disney Plus. I want to be on Disney Plus. Perhaps no, not necessarily.
3: Uh, because obviously,
1: if you if you can get Doctor yourself on Who Disney Plus, it might get you into the Marvel universe. To. You know. Yeah, anyway, uh, Doctor Who news. Uh, not much on that at the moment, to be fair. But uh, obviously, we're getting closer and closer to the newer episodes. Um, yes. So that's really quite.
3: Exciting. I'm just so excited to see Catherine take David Tennant Actually together again. She doesn't look again. any different, it's does
1: totally she? How do totally she is, manage that? Yes. Right. So David Whittaker biography. Um, it's uh, new. Uh, sorry, it's David Whittaker in an exciting adventure with television. We'll look at the life of Doctor Who. Sorry, Doctor Who's first story editor. The book by. Um, I'm reading this rather weirdly, aren't I? The book by Simon Guerrier, I suppose that's what it is, will be published in November to mark 60 years since the first episode of Doctor Who broad- uh, was broadcast. Actually, what the 60th anniversary, of, sorry, 100th anniversary of the BBC is around about now, isn't it? Um, and there was a special edition of the Radio Times uh, that uh, depicted this. But I don't know if there was anything on the telly because I've been so busy in, regard- in regards to the... Uh, 100th anniversary of the Beeb. Anything, Debbie, do you saw perhaps?
4: Not that
3: I've seen, but I have been watching quite a bit of iPlayer lately and I haven't seen anything
1: oh, pop okay. up, no. Okay. Surprised. Uh, discover the extraordinary I little... I could
3: just be being Ooh. exceptionally blind.
1: Okay. Discover the extraordinary little-known life of one of the series' chief architects. That's David Whittaker, by the way. As uh, so the show's first story editor to, to help... Hang on. As the, first sto- the show's first story editor, he helped to establish the compelling blend of adventure, imagination, and quirky humor that made, made and continues to make the series a hit. Uh, That book is available on pre-order. I reckon that uh, whoone.co.uk may indeed have that on pre-order anyway. If not, uh, I might be having a word with Nick to assure that they do. Talking of whoone.co.uk, the 2024 annual featuring the 14th and 15th Doctors on it, very cool, is available to buy now. There's also a Ninth Doctor story with Rose in it called Beast of Scar Hill. Um, Doomsday for the Doomsday. Eh? Oh, four from Doomsday. Sorry, go <laughs> on. Um Doomsday. Like, eh? <laughs> yes. uh, Doomsday Extraction Point. There's a few stories that are part of a Doomsday se- uh, series, obviously. Um, origin stories. Uh, it says Sophie Aldred, Aldred et al. Ooh, I'm going to click on that see what it says.
4: Um, et al.
1: Um, It's got Davros in it. It says, we all change when you think about it. We're different people all through our lives. Amy Pond looks for her raggedy man. Joe Grant remembers her childhood. A young Donna finds her bravery. And a young girl discovers a love for expenses. Sorry, explosives, not expenses. I misread that. I was um,
3: going to say, doesn't haste,
1: hey, yeah. hey, <laughs> uh, 12 <laughs> incredible stories featuring the characters of Doctor Who from a time before. Mm. Uh, coming so Coming up to Christmas, you know. And I always say this this time of year, but uh, who1.co.uk and lavazi.co.uk are an ideal um, solution to your Doctor Who fans' Christmas needs. Uh, Diary of Riversong 12 is coming soon. Available on pre order from who1.co.uk, along with Dog Hop. Fortress story, Fifth Doctor in the Night. I presume that's a Fifth Doctor story. Um, Gallifrey War Room Two, which looks like it features Leela. How has she got time to record Big Finish stories when she's in the middle of doing lots and lots of Emmerdale, which well, she does anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, ninth Doctor Adventures: Travel in Hope, featuring. The Ninth Doctor, uh, amongst other things, um, doesn't actually mention the, the, the thing I mentioned that you know, the book about uh, David Whitaker yet. Oh, maybe because I haven't rich, I haven't clicked on books and I'm not going to either. So I've, I've covered who won quite enough. Lavazzi, um, you must, I, I would highly recommend going on to lavazzi.co.uk, oh. clicking on their blog. I'm doing it now as I speak. Right, click on their blog. And it says on the right-hand side, subscribe to Lavazzi newsletter. Now, that newsletter doesn't just contain special offers on the Lavazzi website. It also contains uh, lots of Doctor Who information. Because um, uh, Meninda is a particular Doctor Who fan. Uh, well, well, Meninda's a chap who runs Lavazzi, by the way, if you want to saying that. And yes, there's lots of. You can also post fan fiction. You could read fan fiction. Um, and if you get bored with all that side of it, you can click on the Doctor Who merchandising and buy yourself a fourth Doctor scarf, amongst other things. So it's a fab website. Who won? And Lavezzi. Right, so there we go. I've done that. I've done the punthers. I need a round of applause and a ding. The ding will do. Right then. Nothing else coming through on the live feed. Raya, the comment situation. As far as what I watched this week is concerned, I've actually been quite, oh my god, too quite busy. I did watch some stuff on YouTube. Oh yeah. The um, Murder on CCTV. Uh, A few bits of my blood. I really do need to get back into Picard. Uh, Oh, yeah, and of course... uh deb's going to cringe but uh, married at first sight uk has just started so we'll be watching that strictly's on we can't i'm sorry strictly's fab we're going to watch that as a family we love strictly um so basically it. that's what we've been watching married at first sight strictly and and the other things uh, are sort of on and we record uh, but what is the, the i don't know if you saw, it's a brilliant program on bbc2 uh, hosted by Stacey dooley um and it's my DNA mystery or something. I can't remember what it's called. I'm going to have to put the telly on to remind me what it's called. But it's one of my favourite programs. I
3: think it's my DNA mystery or something or secret or something like that. Yeah, yeah. my
1: secret DNA or something. Like, hang on, my. Sorry, I had um, there was something about the Ryder Cup that's on the telly at the moment. Um, oh yeah, DNA family secrets is what it's called. Now the first episode of series three, spoilers, spoiler alert. What they had about three people who were trying to solve various family secrets uh using dna and one of them there was this there's two chinese twins and um they were were adopted by a british family and they were brought up by a british family as british etc etc um and they were told that they were found in hong kong um but they felt potentially that that was a ruse because at the time they were born china had a one baby rule thingy and yeah, of course they were yeah. Twins. We, we can't help being a twin. However, it did contravene the one baby rule thing. So then, of course, a lot of these multiple babies or whatnot were adopted out around the world and um, including these girls. So they were quite keen to establish the truth behind this. And um, the problem was in, in regards to uh, my emotions was that one of the the girls had terminal bowel cancer so oh. uh mm. so they they did the dna test and they did some research uh, and this took a little bit of time and they went back to them uh by the time they got back to them with the actual answer um the two well one of the the girl who had the terminal bowel cancer was in a hospice bed and they went into the hospice and were told the information that uh what actually happened with them the the, the parents were from hong kong Uh, But they were very, very young and um, weren't capable of bringing up twins at their age. So therefore they got um, um, uh, adopted adopted out for that reason. Now, the thing that sent me over the edge regards to bawling my eyes out was (laughs) the dying sister said to her sister, find them for me. And that oh really my melted God. my heart. Yeah. Oh, and the next bit was she passed away about a week later after that, um, because it was quite but clear that their so parents close. were still alive. Um, so yeah, it was it was one of the most moving, and the courage of her, and the sadness of the story. I know they had a happy life because they were brought up by you know a loving family, but to have that, you know, yes, she found out the truth before she died, but she'd never meet her. Uh, biological parents but yeah, it was really moving but it was a great show it's one of my favourites it's not normally as, as sad as that but that episode <laughs> has ripped my heart out but yeah um, that's basically what I've been watching this week uh, Yeah, Married at First Sight uh, I've recorded Pica- Picasso the beauty and the because it's a three-parter, I haven't started watching it yet. And there's, and I, I did, I mentioned it last week. Um, um, it's called Sex, A Bonkers History. Cheesy but interesting series about sex through the ages. I'm not going to watch the next episode because it's about now. Uh, now, is, for me, is not history, it's what's happening now. So I've, I've watched all the previous episodes. Yeah. That's about it, Debbie.
4: Was it? Okay,
3: cool. <laughs> um, I've, uh, I've been watching an excessive amount of original Monty Python um netflix has got got them so i've just literally been watching them on repeat the whole time if i'm if i'm feeling a bit strung out or the day's been a bit bad i've not been too well this past week and Mm -hmm. uh i've just monty python's been a cure-all so that's that's what i've been watching i've also been watching um rugby obviously rugby's been very good i love rugby
1: i've been too Mm? busy been too busy I, i haven't watched any this week
3: Oh, I love it. I, I, it's my one of my favourite sports. Absolutely love rugby. Um, incidentally, my sister is back playing. Um, she's she's come over from Ireland to play for Surrey mm, this week, which I has been great. Well, she's been great yeah. I mean, yeah, she she played. She left the university. She went to Richmond, played there, then played. Um, Oh she was ba- she played for England she played for England so she had to live near Twickenham for a while oh, wow. and then she was barbarian because obviously
1: that's Hang on you have kept thought. this quiet this is actually quite interesting Deb, because I no, love rugby uh, I, 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 I lived bad. in Wales for yeah. 4 years my my stepfather was a rugby player I love rugby but <laughs> carry on anyway <laughs>
3: Yeah, so she's been back, so we, we've been, there's been a lot of rugby go, talk and a lot of rugby watching going on this past week, and uh, yeah, congratulations Rachel. she's doing really well, and yeah, I've been also um, trying not to watch so much of the old murder mysteries that I do seem obsessed with. Um, been trying to watch with Tom and dino Ashoka, and we're sort of getting there slowly. We're trying to get, like, trying to get all three of us to sit down at once. At the moment, is exceedingly difficult. We wait till the winter months to catch up with everything. <laughs> um, that's about it, really, for watching. I've been listening to a lot of Audible, um, a lot of classic Doctor Who on there. Um, quite a few read by Tom Baker, which is always good. Um, there's um, Sylvester McCoy, um, the no, sorry. Uh, Sophie Aldrin's one, I've listened to that again. I love that because I love her Sylvester McCoy impression. It's just terrific. The Aston Gears, as she says. It's just brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of classic. Um, I've got lined up a, a, a few on um, Big Finish that I want to purchase and things. So I've put, I've put them on my Christmas list. So we'll see what happens so but that's it really for me, it's been sports, murder
1: and uh, <laughs> Python <laughs> well, I, will, I will say I nearly forgot actually what I, uh, as you know I do what like watching crime programmes, there's a, a series on Discovery Plus called um, oh what's it called now Crime Programme, oh Faking It in which um, after um, somebody's been convicted of whatever they've been done they, they are allowed therefore to Look at, show their sort of police interviews and show how their lying was coming through their body language and stuff like that. Oh, I
3: love and, that. I've seen that, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also meant to say, the week before, I binge-watched almost all of Young Sheldon.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love it. yeah. We, that's another thing. We haven't watched any of this week because there's too, been too much on, but yes, Young Sheldon is fab. Um, what was I on about? I was,
3: oh, you were wait, going to ask Mary what she's been No, watching. no,
1: I was just talking about something that I've watched on Discovery. Murders.
3: Before. Murders no, lying
1: no, no, faking it anyway so no there was two two episodes one about this um this british chap who went to america and murdered his Everyone girlfriend and child, child. <laughs> right uh, and another one were about somebody in britain who murdered his ex-girlfriend or whatever right bloke in britain who, who murdered his ex-girlfriend got uh, i think it was like 15 years in prison bloke in america got uh, life in prison without the chance of parole um that's one that I'll just – I always give Americans a bit of stick on this show. It's only fun, of course. But the American sentencing system for crimes and whatnot is bang on, even the bit where they um, execute them when they're really, really naughty. So I, I'm, I'm all for that because there's, there's things that happen in this country, Everard, um, where – People should not be allowed to carry on living in, in oh, child murderers and stuff. I'm sorry, I'm getting on my soapbox now. America has their, their, um, their sentencing system for crimes and that. Absolutely bang on. But what on earth is that banging noise? Mm. Is someone transcribing what I'm saying. It's not me. <laughs> no. It's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> she's transcribing because it's, the first, it's, time, it's the first time I've you given America that some theory. credit. That's what she's doing. Adam <laughs> said on the uh, 1st of October, 2023, that there's something decent about the United States of America. Well, I've got a few other decent things about the United States of America, which I pretend I'm going to keep to myself. But I'll tell you what, like, Britain needs to adopt the American way of sentencing. It's just saying the, it's not the American happen. way of what sentencing crimes, murders,
2: oh, sentencing. absolutely
1: okay. Okay. bang on.
2: Why? Why? What? How because, is it different?
1: Because you, you can murder someone in this country and essentially be out in 15 years. So say uh. they, a murder occurs in Britain.
3: We're not supposed to do politics in this sort it's of thing. Not it's, it's not it's politics. Likely, it yeah, in <laughs> in America, it's
1: not politics. It isn't. No, it's not politics.
2: Being
3: released for the
2: most heinous crimes, so um, I think we're getting to be more like Britain. That's
1: <laughs> naughty. No, they, I, I agree with the you know people do heinous crimes. They shouldn't be allowed out of prison ever again. Just saying. Right then. Mm. Um, oh yeah, I was talking about something. Yeah, that was bad, wasn't it? Uh, I got no, off I'll on. that Mary,
3: Mary say what she's been doing.
1: Yeah, that's so what I was building up to it. <laughs> Mary, what have you been uh, doing then?
2: <laughs> um, well, I've been on vacation for like a week and a few days Lovely We've been uh, climbing all over the trails and, and small mountains in the Acadia National Park in, uh, That sounds fun the great state of Maine.
1: Yes. Mm, I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, My legs wouldn't be. Played out, on ma-
2: beaches and in very cold water because it's cold there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
3: I bet that was refreshing.
2: Yeah. Well, we went there thinking we were going to see like all the autumn leaves changing and gorgeous vistas of you know red and gold and orange and and everything we're a bit
3: else. It hadn't quite happened yet. No. We find I mean, out that Tom was saying that autumn's not really colorful around here at the moment. Yeah. Oh well,
2: it does get colorful here, especially in the northeast. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but we were oh. told that the, the peak season was going to happen in uh, mid-October, <laughs> not when we were there. Oh. So, and uh, so we ate a lot of lobster because that's what Maine is known oh, for. A lot of lobster. We, Bought everything blueberry we could think of: blueberry wine, you know, <laughs> blueberry uh, coffee cakes, blueberries themselves. You know, we couldn't bring it; we could not bring any back. But um, those are the two things that that the state of Maine are best known for. So we indulged. Oh, anyway, um, since I've been back, which has only been a few days, um, I, I did see a program on I think it's HBO Max, either that or Netflix. I, I get them all; they all kind of blur together when you have all these different <laughs> streaming services. Um, but it's called Wilderness, and it stars Jenna Coleman, oh. and she is excellent in it. She's oh, a yes,
3: I've heard about
2: this. Yeah, uh, she, really good. Uh, she um, is a. A wife who discovers her husband is cheating on her, and so she's plotting his, his killing him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes over six episodes, and I'm only on episode three, so I'm. And, and they keep fast forwarding to the future where she's standing over a grave, and it's like, so you want to know is that his grave or you know, like, what's going on? But anyway, it, it's it's a really nice thing if you get a chance to see it. Um, my question for Deb is, has the British Bake Off started? Yes. <laughs> Yes, i meant That's to the, the other
1: thing we've watched.
2: because yes. yes. it so hasn't started here yet, and usually oh. Netflix carries it, but they haven't said anything, so okay. I don't. Okay. Well,
1: the know first I person,
3: guess, the first yeah, person I to
1: guess. get voted off was.
3: Oh, don't <laughs> tell me! Don't tell me! <laughs> no, I was going to say this is the first time uh, been able. I've let Ila stay up to watch it with me because you know, it goes on for an hour and a half. Now it's on Channel Four, so it's uh, eight till nine thirty, and it's past her bedtime. But I've I, yeah, finally persuaded Tom that it's worth it. <laughs> so it's been just one episode so far, huh? Yeah, just the, yeah, one, just the uh, one. Yeah, yeah so next I, one's on Tuesday.
2: Yeah, uh, I know Netflix used to like almost simulcast it. You know, you guys would see it on whatever night you did, but we always saw it on Friday night.
3: Yeah, and we could talk about it on the Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
2: there hasn't been any of it on yet, uh, so I uh, I hope they still are going to carry it.
3: We we're all uh, very invested. Isla actually went back to start watching the first episodes available on Channel 4 because she's really into it. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. She loves Baker. Oh, I don't watch all the other um, Baker derivatives now.
2: Baseball for me is winding down. This is oh, yeah. the last weekend of oh, games. Shape. I think today is even the last game um, for my team anyway. The playoffs will begin, but my team isn't involved in the playoffs. Uh, but basketball is going to start up soon, so you're going to hear me saying, "Oh, I've been watching a lot of basketball." Yeah, you're allowed
1: to, because uh, Kirby's <laughs> not on the show. I, I, I don't mind about. I don't mind people talking about sport. In fact, you've just done it yourself, Deb. To be fair.
3: Well, yeah, you talk about sport. You and you and Ben are quite boring about uh, football sometimes. Well,
1: I, I'm yes, hoping that I, to keep Ben off, to, and, and the hope that um, councillor Alan T. Butcher may indeed um, resurrect his. Um, connections with the show. Have you written to him yet, Demi, like I asked you to do? No, okay, fine. No. Nope. <laughs> well,
2: I'm
1: to
3: get too. <laughs> 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 we love you, Alan T. Butcher. Yes. Right,
1: anyway, so the other thing I've got to mention, that obviously a book I'm reading at the moment, which is well, audio reading, as in listening to, um, is the uh, all of the diaries of um what's his name again? Pe- Peeps, Samuel Peeps. Sammy Peeps Diaries fascinating books. They are, too. You can get a bit sort of drift off a little bit, but then because it's a diary, you do pick up things. And one that uh, sort of my little Luggles picked up was a little piece, and this is just an extract from this. It says, When I came home, I found our new, mid- Sorry, new maid, Sarah. Sarah did not stay long with Mrs. Peeps, who was continually falling out with her. She left to enter Sir William Penn's service. Of course, William Penn, who's mentioned in his diaries quite a lot as one of his buddies, uh, went on to uh, create a state in America called Pennsylvania. I thought that was quite interesting. But this is obviously from 1662 or three or something like that. Um, So, yeah, it's um, it's fascinating with these little name drops. He does a lot of name dropping, but it's just the people who's hang around like Charles II and various other people. And... um, his day-to-day life, and it always sort of starts off saying, "Rose, got my my morning draft, did all this other stuff, and then uh, did this, that, and the other, and on, and to bed." So he ends virtually every day with "and to bed" or something like that. But if you get a chance, they are free, I think, on on uh, as far as a reading book, on um, sure. Apple Books at least, or at least they're, if they're not free, they're exceptionally cheap. And um, I think if you're interested in history at all, you've really got to absorb the diaries of uh, Samuel Pepys, because they're fascinating. Um, that's as far as I'm going to say on that one. Right then, so next time, um, I I forget the name of the episode, it was previewed, wasn't it? Crimson was Aura. It? Nora?
3: Crimson.
1: Oh, Crimson Aura. Yeah, so next time yeah, it's yeah, Crimson yeah. Aura. But Crimson we are, Aura. We are, um, that should be
2: good. That should be good.
1: We are drifting I'm looking forward to seeing heavily, this one again. <laughs> heavily towards Fantasy Con... But I don't think it's going to affect it drastically if I did a podcast next week, but yeah, so we're we'll getting to the stage. I, I, I'm going to have to finish off a couple of wedding jobs and then um, pause all the other wedding jobs until after the event itself, because um, I'm having well, to, just to uh, let you know,
3: Adam, um, Tom can't do anything involving electronics, he, he said, so he's sorry he can't help on that side of things.
1: What electronics?
3: You oh, tagged you mean... him
1: in a tag me in a post. Oh, okay, no, no, sorry. I think. And we I just... keep
3: forgetting to tell you face to face, so I've just remembered. Oh,
1: okay, that. <laughs> it's not a problem. As long as you can do something. I, up I
2: may not be on next week. I'm not sure. Okay. My. Uh daughter and her husband are throwing a big birthday party for their little child who's my grandson oh, oh. and depending on when in the day it's happening and how much help they need from me may determine whether I'm on at all or whether I'm just on hey, it's an important
3: birthday. excuse that's absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at
1: least you get to see your grandchild I'm saying that closely because every time I moan about not be getting to see my grandchild I get told off but I'm, uh, Alicia doesn't listen to this show um, but I don't get to see my grandchild
4: yeah. I guess
1: apart from videos, I get to see videos of him giggling at things and interacting. He's only six weeks old, but he's, he's finding that, that his, one of his toys in his pram hanging down has got a little like a label hanging out, and he, he's sort of trying to hit the label with his hand, he's, which I think is quite good for a six week old. It's um, precocious at six weeks. Is, yeah. But now I don't get to see it. Aww. Right, so. Uh, so that's next, uh, that's Crimson Aura potentially for next time, and God knows when the fourth, uh, the the previous episodes of this was. By the time people listen to this as a podcast, uh, the the episodes I haven't released yet will have already been released, and it's a bit timey wimey, isn't it? Or or podcasty yeah potentially. Yes. Podcasty wodcasty <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> Sounds very blackadder. My little
3: pumpkiny <laughs> wumpkiny. Yeah. Talking
1: of blackadder, Gabrielle Glacester has come to Fancy Come along and meet Bob. Um, so uh, until uh, next time, uh, I don't know if Kirby's back next week or not, uh, but we'll find out, won't we? Uh, thank you for listening to the show and putting up with me, uh, and mm. thank you, ladies, too. Goodbye.
4: Bye, scarecrow.
3: The 20-megabyte Doctor Who podcast is an APV services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk and lavazi.co.uk. We are proud members of the Doctor Who podcast alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended. The music on this podcast is covered by limited online music license from PRS for Music. Licence reference LE 0030